Good morning, Positivers. This is Johnny Positive with johnnypositive.com. This is episode five, and today's episode is going to focus on how positive psychology changed my life. Back about 12 years ago, the United States Army decided to send me to a resiliency training course. I think they sensed my agitation, my negativity, my lack of patience. Um, You see, I did a year in Iraq and Baghdad, and when I came back, all I wanted to do was go back overseas again. So they sent me for some more additional training, and then sent me home, and sent me for training, and sent me home. and sent me for more training in the art of going back to Iraq or Afghanistan. And each time they sent me home, so my agitation grew because my, my own self was in a heightened state and I wanted to use my skills that I was taught in a war zone, not in my house. So instead of sending me overseas, I stayed at home, and hence I made my home a war zone. I was agitated. I was high alert. I couldn't go out to eat dinner without feasting the front door of a restaurant. Any kind of loud noises or pops would make me jump or almost even take cover. I would have anxiety. I wouldn't know how to catch my breath. My heart was heart rate was beating out of my chest. So I think that my, my commander actually saw something in me where I was able to communicate with the troops in an effective manner. Hence, he sent me to a resiliency training course. Now, could you imagine about 30 old sergeants in the Army all sitting in a room, in a classroom, getting ready to get trained, at 40 hours of training, five days in a row, getting PowerPoint to, to death. If you know anything about the military, they love to use PowerPoints, and they love to do many, many PowerPoints in a day. So it almost kills your boredom. But I'm going to tell you, something happened on that day that changed my whole entire life. When the instructors came out, and they were playing upbeat music, and they were walking around shaking their hands and introducing themselves, it wasn't a true military fashion where they stood in front of the classroom, introduced themselves in a military manner, and dictated how we were going to learn, and that we were going to have fun doing it. And didn't do that. They walked around, introduced themselves to all of us, we introduced ourselves to them, we had a dialect, we talked about why we were there, what we were going to achieve in the 40 hours, how we were going to use that in our unit to effectively train our soldiers, and how we were going to do it and use it in our home to become a better father and husband, or better spouse. So that kind of speak, uh, spoke my uh, language right away. It kind of sparked my interest. I just knew something was different. So I sat up tall. I had a smile on my face. I had a renewed life all of a sudden because I knew this training was going to be different. And we studied everything in those 40 hours. We studied everything from emotional, mental, spirituality, how to take deep breaths, how to analyze situations before we explode. I take a step, a step back and assess each situation before we went off the deep end, before we decided to act on our impulses. You see, when I was driving down the road when I first came back, just on a normal street or a freeway, I was crazy mad at the traffic and people driving. So I learned through resiliency training in the Army to actually take a deep breath and realize that I had no control 
or anybody or anything. The only control I had over was me. So then, all of a sudden, I started figuring out that I only had control over me and my attitude. All of a sudden, my life began to change. It began to get calmer. My house was more calm. My kids started liking me more. My wife was happy to be around me. She wasn't tiptoeing on eggshells trying to figure out how to talk to me and how to, how to deal with me. After She still does that from time to time because I'm still, I guess I'm still like trying to recover from negativity syndrome. So there I go. I've adopted 10 habits of positive, happy people in my life. And this is over a period of like 12 years. So don't think that you're going to try to incorporate these tomorrow and be a happy, positive person. Because I'm going to tell you, adversity hits. And when it hits, it hits hard. It's going to test your resolve. And if you train yourself in these positive habits daily, when something comes up like a problem or a situation that takes you, takes hold of you, you're going to be able to take a deep breath, face the problem head on, Come up with a solution and keep moving forward. So here's step number one. You're going to realize that positive, happy people, they walk, talk, and behave differently. They're not a fake happy. They know things are going to happen. They know things are going to come up. But you know what? They just realize that every day there could be a potential problem to take hold of you. So what should you do? Hey, take a deep breath. Every day, take a deep breath. That's what every athlete does. That's what every military person, first responder does. They take a breath and they assess the situation before they go in their head first. first, And then they're able to effectively stay calm, fix the solution, and fix the problem, and come up with a solution. So number two, they believe in a brighter future and have hope for a better tomorrow. That's what positive psychology is all about, is you're preparing yourself for a better tomorrow. You're eating better. You're working out. You're going to church. You're reading positive stuff every day. You're influencing others. I invented a group called the Positivers. It's on Facebook. It's people that are positive and give back to their community. So be a part of the Positivers. Head over there right now and join. They surround themselves with positive and upbeat people. So if, if I hear people gossiping, if I can't change their dialect, I change my position. I'll just move away. I'll go to another group of people. And you know what? Sometimes there's a quote that I heard that the best Bible that anybody will ever read is my example. So I lead by example. And by doing that, other people are, are looking at me and they're like, how is Johnny Positive going to react in this situation? I'm telling you, they can see me taking a deep breath a lot of times. And I just keep on moving forward in a positive way. If I do get negative, I pick myself up right away. And then I just keep on going. Okay? I try to get on the positive track as fast as I can. It's kind of like going off a diet. You plan a diet. You meal prep. You do all this. And all of a sudden, you have a cheat meal when you weren't supposed to. No big deal. Don't beat yourself up. Just get right back on track the next meal. That's what we do in positive psychology. We have a negative thing going. we got to stop ourselves, move on, and get right back on the positive track. Number four, they search for genuine happiness. What makes you happy? If you were to ask yourself, what would I do if it was just me? What would I do that would make me happy? Then you would decide, okay, is it going to take away from my family, my work, my community, 
I can't be selfish and to an extent that it's going to take away from all that. But I can take care of me. And taking care of me is taking care of people around me as well. Number five, they're grateful for the small things. I just had a great cup of coffee and I was able to play with my new puppy today. So those are the two things right off the bat that I was grateful for. I didn't really give too much into it when he pooped uh, on a towel floor in the kitchen. I just cleaned it up and moved on. Number six, they are solution-based orientated. So when a problem comes up, I don't shrug it off. I don't let it fester on me. I don't carry it like a heavy backpack. I come up with a solution. I seek help if I need, and I come up with a solution, and we move on. Number seven, they eagerly accept change. When things happen, dude, change is going to happen. That's what happens in our daily lives. Businesses sell. People move on. New products arise. New computers are invented. New iPhones come out just about every six months. Accept the change and move on. You know what? Number eight says that they smile more. And I'm telling you, we do smile more. We smile at little things. We don't have to smile and wait for us to win the lottery. Our lottery could be a a little scratch-off ticket where we win a dollar. Be happy in the small things. Number nine, they take care of themselves physically, mentally, and emotionally. Do what you need to do to make yourself ready and resilient. And just like all the military branches, the fire department, the police departments, they should be ready and resilient. And the only way they're going to be able to do that is by taking care of themselves. The last one, number 10, is positive, happy people focus on their relationships. And you know, and I know, in any relationship, if it's not going right, your day's not going right. So your relationships could be your marriage your relationship with your kids, your dating relationships, your work relationships. What am I doing at work that that can be better? How can I approach work differently? How can I approach my boss differently? How can I approach driving, my relationship with the road? Everything has an effect on your daily and well-being. So focus on the relationships and take charge and be positive. also want to talk about how to implement the four-step problem-solving method. Okay, so identify the problem. What's the problem? Do we, do we even have a problem? Can I solve it? If you can't solve it, then stop. Just move on. Do something else. You don't have to dwell on somebody else's problem if you can't fix it or it doesn't involve you. Okay, if you do it, did identify the problem and, and we need to solve it, let's generate some alternatives and what we can do differently. Let's elicit help from our friends, mentors, and bosses, Okay. Once we generate alternatives, let's evaluate each one. It doesn't take a, a, all day to figure out how to fix a problem. Okay, what, what do we need to do? Okay, I need to put gas in my car to be able to drive the car. I need to be able to check the oil. I have a flat tire. Well, let's change it. Let's empty the stuff out of the trunk, change the tire, and move on, right? Last thing is choosing a solution and developing a plan for implementation. Those are four relatively easy steps that if you just take charge of any problem that comes up, you can pretty much solve problems in a heartbeat. So you can identify the problem, generate alternatives, evaluate those alternatives, and then choose a solution and develop a plan for the implementation. Crazy how easy that might be, huh? So here's a quote. The happiest people don't have the best of everything. They just make the best of everything. I truly believe that, man. We make lemonade out of lemons. We see the glasses half full, not half empty. 
you know what? I would rather be annoyingly positive and optimistic than destructively negative and hateful. When I say that quote, would you rather be around happy people or negative people? I want you to answer that. Really think about what group of people would you rather be around. When you probably would come up with, you'd much rather be around happy people, I want you to look in the mirror, do a self-assessment, and say, do people want to be around me? And if you say no, then I urge you to pick up one of those 10 habits of positive, happy people. Implement it in your day. Make it a practice every day to add a different one and strengthen the ones you already have. And then become a positiver. So this is Johnny Positive. Go take on your day. Be positive and help out in your community and give back to everybody and give back to yourself. And have a great day. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.